Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kanae Corner, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in stress management for healthcare professionals who want to turn a life of stress into a life of meaning and help their patients do the same. Tune in each week. I'll show you how to respond to yourself first. So, are you ready to let go of your stress? Well, let's get into today's show. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another edition of the Money and Meaning Podcast. I am Kanae Corder, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical financial hypnotherapist. You probably have a bunch of questions about the direction that your life is going in. Don't you? Don't we all? But let me ask you a question so that maybe this will help you answer some of your questions. Today, we're going to talk about how to embrace wealth in all of its forms. And I'm going to break down a few things. I also want to tell you a little bit more about the Embracing Wealth Masterclass you've probably been hearing about. And yeah, just connect with you today. How's that sound? Good. Let me ask you this. Are you on a mission to make a difference? Mm -hmm. Are you on a mission to make money? Yeah. (laughs) Are you on a mission to do both? Right? Uh Uh-huh. Great answer. But let me ask you this. Do you sometimes feel like you have to choose? Like you just can't figure out, you're juggling this mix between making a difference and making money. We've been talking about this for a couple of months now, and it's it's my new favorite subject, if you haven't already figured that out. Are you enjoying talking about it? Because I find it fascinating that we've been programmed to believe that we got to choose between making a difference and making money. It's just not fair because it's very possible to do both. The other thing I want to ask you about is not just about having to choose between making a difference and making money, but do you think that, do you also feel like you have to choose between your wealth and your health and your adventure and maybe your love life or just relationships, period? And and maybe even that legacy you want to leave, like you have to choose which one you want to put your attention to. And you remember years ago, maybe like, I think it might've been like 2013 or 14, maybe. And, and the, there was a book out called Lean In, Sheryl Sandberg. And that book, what I didn't read it actually, but the title of it, when she's talked about leaning in, it made me believe that you might be leaning away from something. Did you get that? Did you think that? Right? So if you're leaning into work or your 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 professional life, what are you leaning away from? Mhm. And so when you think about that idea, you know, and just visualize that, it makes you believe that you do have to choose. Like I'm going to choose my professional life over having a personal life. And you hear people say that so much. Well, there's this idea that I want to give you today. And I call it the U formula. I'm going to do a whole episode specifically on the U formula. But this episode, I'm going to give you 
quite a bit of information. You might even want to take notes or you might listen to it more than once. Like if you're listening in the car right now, you might come back and I'd even say share it with somebody who you know that's like maybe consider themselves a workaholic, work, 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 work. And all they do is put their attention towards their professional life. I mean, that was me. Uh, I didn't have a personal life. I, I sometimes you may hear me say like, I never really got couch time with my friends. Like you'd see me in all the pictures and be at the weddings and the birthdays and the, all the important stuff. Of course, it felt like I was there, but there was really no time for us to just sit on the couch and laugh and talk. It didn't happen. And once I, and I had a friend in Atlanta that she would pretty much demand that I come over and I liked hanging out with her and her sons. And that was something that we would do together. Like some people want time away from their kids. Well, she was a single mom. And so she didn't get a lot of time away from her kids. And and I didn't mind that at all because her boys were fun. And, and I love kids. So some people, because I didn't birth any children. And I said, I didn't want to birth any children. People think that means I didn't, I don't enjoy them. But I know I'm saying this publicly, but keep this a secret between you and I. Sometimes I prefer to be around kids than adults. They are just so much fun. And adults complain a lot. I mean, I I know kids complain too, but not to me, they don't because I play with them. So they don't really, they don't, I, I become like their age. So they always think like if when I go to my friend's house, their kids always think I'm there for them. They're like, oh, mom, we have company. Like, no, 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 no. We don't have company. I have company. So you get to spend a few minutes with Miss Kene. But no, this is not your company. But I just love them. So anyway, I digress. But I liked hanging out with her because she would demand her couch time. And we didn't call it that. I'm just calling that that now. So you understand what I'm saying. But she's like, you want to come over for dinner? Come over. You want to come over for wine? You know, hey, you want to watch a movie? You know, kind of like that. She just like invite me over. Sometimes I babysit for her so she could go out on dates. And then when she come back from her dates, we sit and recap and talk about the date. And, you know, I talk about what I had going on. But that relationship helped me realize that I just didn't have enough of that in my life. And it was so interesting because I kind of wanted it, even though I wasn't pursuing it. I I really did want it. So when I had to sit back and look and say, do I want this in my life? Is this a thing for me? And it is, it was. And now I have it. It's not as much couch time. It usually turns into like cafe time because I'm on this cafe kick. You know, I love cafes if you've been following me for years. I just love a good cafe. I don't like a chain coffee place because that's not a cafe. So and you know the places that I'm talking about. Those are not cafes. Those are chain coffee places, fast food coffee. You know, I like a slow brew. Like I don't even like coffee, but I love a, a, an amazing chai tea. And I'm always on the hunt for an amazing chai tea. So if you find one, please tell me about it. I'm, I Yeah, I, I'm going to start telling you where I find mine. Okay. I promise I will stop telling you just in case you love your chai as much as I do. And and, then they're not always easy to find. And I'm going to tell you later in a whole nother episode, this is not about chai tea. I'm going to tell you why it's hard to find later. Anyways, so I realized that I wanted that in my life. And so when I thought about my U formula and the U formula, here's, here's the thing about the U formula. Let me just give it to you now. With the U formula, you're going to look at your life. Like how do you spend your time? right? Those 168 hours in the week, how are you spending them? No, we got to get some sleep, you know, six to eight hours, whatever you would desire. 
For those of you who probably are under a lot more stress, you probably require a lot more. Those of you who are more spiritual, you probably require a little less sleep because you you are, especially those who meditate, you probably require a little less sleep as well because your brain is healing, 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 constantly releasing the crap that is weighing you down. Well, anyway, so you are going to spend a good like 25, 30% of your life asleep or your week asleep. So what are you going to do with that other 75, 70, 75%? You know, and some of that you spend at work. Okay, so how much do you want to spend at work? Nowadays, I like to spend three or four days a week working and be off three or four days, just depend on the week. And, you know, if we have a launch or something or, you know, an event then we might spend more time at work. But it's really important to me, for me, as well as the team to not overwork. And so three or four days is enough. 30, 40 hours is that's to me, 40 hours is overtime. 30 hours is what I want to work and 40. If I'm at 40, I've worked overtime that week. So, but that's my life and the way that I want my life to go. You might be okay with working many, many hours. It's just not what I want to do with my life. And, and that's why it's called the you formula, because you get to do what you want with your week. You design it. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that in just a second. If I'm going to spend, you know, let's just say, put it in the middle and say 35 hours a week at work, then I have to know that I'm giving up another 20% of my week. So if I'm sleeping six hours, which is about what I sleep, then I am giving up between the work and the sleep, like about 40, 45% of my week, right? Because if I'm sleeping six hours, that's six times seven equals 42. You divide that 42 by 168 and that's 25%. So I'm adding that 25% to my 20% at work and that's 45% of my life or my week gone. Almost half of it. So what am I going to do with the other half? Now, you know that we break down our, our prosperity pillars are wealth, health, adventure, love, legacy. Yes. And so wealth, that's where you earn your money. Some of it might be passive. Some of it is most likely a good portion of it is going to be active right now until you, you have built up enough income or enough assets for you to get live off of the returns on your investments. And so if you are focused on that wealth right now and building up your nest egg, your foundation, then a lot of your energy is going there. And 20% doesn't sound like a lot. You're like, oh, 20% of your week working. But when you think of all the other things you want to do, and that's what I'm going to say in this episode about the U formula. Right now, I just want you to look at what your week looks like now and what you would like it to look like. Because what it looks like now is still your U formula. It's just a U formula you haven't put any intention towards. And then I want you to think about what you want your week to look like. Like I know that 30 hours is the most I want to work, but I'm willing, 
ideally 30 hours, but I'm willing to do 40, but not more than that. And, and quite honestly, you're not even that effective after you've gone over 50 hours. You're not effective. You just aren't that they, the studies have been done. That's what I want you to do as far as your U formula goes. Just look at what your week looks like and what you would like your week to look like. And I'm going to break some things down because like I said a few seconds ago, do you feel like you have to choose between your wealth, your health, your adventure, your love and your legacy? Well, I'm going to I'm going to go as far as to say you don't have to choose one or the other like they're not all mutually exclusive. It's like, "Oh, I got to do my work or I have to go be with my family." What if you could come up with a formula so that they all have like harmony, like they all play together in concert, but also not, it's not like a mathematical formula. So you won't be married to the numbers. The numbers could change. So maybe you sleep six hours during the summer, but then during the winter when it's colder and you might sleep seven or eight hours and be willing for that number to change a little bit. And maybe same thing during the winter, you might work more hours. Maybe you're willing to do those 40 hours during the winter, but in the summer, you want to spend more time out in the in the beautiful sun and hanging out with maybe your children or your loved ones. And so maybe in the summer, you pull it back to that 30 hours a week. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. And so finding out where you want to put your time, that's how you embrace wealth in all of its forms is to get really clear on what the forms are for you. Now I chose wealth, health, adventure, love, and legacy, because when I ask someone, what is their idea of prosperity and all the times, at, you know, I've done thousands of financial plans and in doing these financial plans, what I found was that prosperity meant different things to different people, but a lot of times it had these components to it, the health, the, the wealth, the adventure, the love, and the legacy. But as I would do their plans, I'd realize that they thought that they had to choose one or the other. Like their health would be horrible because they're working 60, 70, even 80 hours a week. So their health was horrible. You know, of course their love life was horrible. They had no time for love, not even their children, their parents or their significant other. So they think that they're leaving this legacy because if I just work, 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 I'm going to leave this legacy. But maybe you are able to leave assets, but what about the memories? That's also part of your legacy. Holy crap, Kanae, you're right. <gasps> I have never thought of that. <laughs> yes. You know, you got your head down, you're working and you're like, oh, I got to leave this to my family. And they're like, well, we wanted to have you. I remember once, Maybe you've heard me tell this story before, but back when I was in the hair business as a barber, working as a barber, I cut in this gentleman's hair and he's just talking and talking and talking. Yeah. Some of you are like, what barber? Wait, I thought she was a financial advisor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am a career entrepreneur. All my life, I've been an entrepreneur since, since 15, 16 years old, something like that. Anyways, so I'm working as a barber. This is after graduating from college and I'm cutting this man's hair and he's telling me, I don't know why my wife always complains. She just complains, complains, complains. I got her house. I got her. No, I got her a big old ring. I got her a house. I got her a fancy car. I got her the clothes. I got her the things. She gets her hair done every week, blah, 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 blah. She gets to hang out with her friends. I don't know why she's complaining. She just keeps complaining, keeps nagging, blah, blah, blah. I just don't know what my wife wants. And then he was quiet and I was like, 
She wants you. He was really quiet then. He's like, what? She wants you. Yes, the cars, the clothes, the houses, the rings. Absolutely, those are desires of hers. But her one true desire is to connect with you, which you aren't allowing her to do. And you think going off to work to get the money to buy the things is enough. And it's just not. And she doesn't know how to say that to you because she feels like you don't want her. So she can't be vulnerable enough to tell you. And she might not even know. She may not have the words to say it to you, but that is what she wants. That's why she can't feel the void because the void is you, not another pair of shoes. The Beatles said money can't buy me love. But guess what? We are all using money to get love. It's true. I'll tell you why I know. I've learned in my almost 20 years of working in the financial and mental health industries that money and love go together, whether we want it to or not. All of our actions are based on doing what we think will get us the maximum amount of love. Now, later in life, we begin to use money to get that love. From the time we are children, we set in motion a plan to get our parents' love, then our friends' love, next our partner's love, and so on and so on and so on. So you see, around age 14, we make a final decision on how we will handle money. And it just so happens that at that same time, we are making a decision on how we'll handle love. You might decide to be a saver. You might decide to be a spender. You may even decide to be a hero or an enthusiast. Wondering what those two are? Take the money mentality quiz. It will reveal how you use money to get love. You don't have to believe me. See it for yourself. Take the money mentality quiz. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz and see for yourself. It's free and it only takes like two minutes. The great thing is you'll walk away not only knowing your money mentality or money personality, but you'll also know your money strengths and challenges so you can do something about them. So go ahead, take the quiz, but don't stop there. At the end, remember, give me your email address, your best email address, so I can give you some guidance to get enough love and money in your life to make it full of meaning. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash quiz. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get back to today's show. Blew this man's wig off. I mean, he was blown away. That's a a colloquialism. (laughs) I mean, this man was just like blown away, mind blown Holy crap, Kanae, never, ever, ever crossed my mind that that was what she wanted. I don't even know if it's crossed her mind. And at this point, I don't even know how to bring that to her. So I wasn't a therapist then, so I couldn't counsel that couple. But it made me, and it I mean, I'm telling you the story almost 20 years later. So you can imagine how much of a difference it made in his life and it made in my life. Because it was new information. We had just talked about it and we just talked it out and we figured it out together. 
And that taught me a lot about myself, but it taught me a lot about relationships. It taught me a lot about success. This man was technically successful, but he didn't feel like it. He couldn't even make his wife happy. And that's why I do the work that I do. That's why I love working with men because they don't want to be clueless. They can be (laughs) at times. I'm sorry, men, you guys really can be. They can be at times, but they don't actually want to be. They're just doing what they think is right at the time. It just turns out that it's not what she or the kids or, you know, their mom or even their employees really want or what's best for them. They don't know that, though. They really, truly are doing what they think is best. So this episode wasn't to blow your mind about your relationship, but you can thank me later. You're welcome. I want to take you another in another direction. I want you to know the five essential keys to embracing wealth in all of its forms. These will help you create your money mission. I'm going to give you these. Now, full disclosure, this is what we talk about in the Embracing Wealth Masterclass. So it's no way I can dump all the information into this podcast episode because it wouldn't be fair to the people who actually took the time to register for the Embracing Wealth Masterclass and come out to hang out with me live or virtual live, but, and are there for the whole hour and a half. Like I won't do those, that to those people. You're here on the podcast. So I want to give you something because you're here and I appreciate that. I am so incredibly grateful for you coming every single week to hear my ideas and share with me yours sometimes. But to just have a discussion with me, you and I, I appreciate that. So I want to give you something, but I can't give you everything unless you register for the Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. And now let me pour into you. Your five keys, they are essential. You need these. And If you're taking notes, or if you're going to come back and listen to this, and all five of these will be in the show notes. So even if you don't, you can at least click on the link and and read them if you like, if you're visual and you'd like to see them. Your vision is number one. You've got to have the vision. You got to get so clear on it. And in the Embrace and Wealth Masterclass, I guide you through a visualization exercise. And if you're one of my Insight Timer um, followers, you know it's also it's also in there. And so I guide you through visualizing your prosperous life. And then after you know your vision, the next thing you want to know is know yourself. Like I'm always talking about knowing your money mentality, but it's so important. It's so important so that you know your strengths and your challenges. You got to get really clear on that. And, And I don't want you to put a lot of emphasis on strengthening your challenges as much as I want you to to really spotlight your strengths and do those as much as you can. You might want to delegate your challenges. I mean, you can improve them some, but just know you should be doing the work to become a president and then your challenges will kind of smooth themselves out, especially with some financial hypnotherapy, which I do in the Embrace and Wealth Masterclass. I do a, it's free and I do a free financial hypnotherapy session at the end of the Embracing Wealth Masterclass. So 
know yourself. And there's this other part that I want you to know. Know your cause. I call it your cause, but it's your mission, right? Who are, who are you fighting for, right? Who do you wake up in the morning for? Like, what is it that you, what's the change that you want to make in the world? You got to make it really clear so people know, so you can make a name for yourself. Know your cause and make a name for yourself in that area. But also what I want to say about knowing your cause So almost everybody I meet, they want to know their purpose. What's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And it seems like this person knows their purpose and that person knows their purpose. You know, Gandhi and Mother Teresa and and, and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and, you know, all these people are living in their purpose. And and then some people like Colin Kaepernick, he was thought his purpose was the, the football, but then he ended up taking the knee and changing the trajectory of his purpose because he lost the thing that he loved so much. But he gained something and at the time probably didn't even know what he gained. And now he's well known for that. I'm going to go down in history for it, but it still hurts to have lost the thing, but maybe that was his purpose. And, and it's tough to find, to find solace in that, right? Especially when the thing that you love is now taken away from you because you thought you were doing the right thing. Going back to what I said about men They're just trying to do the right thing. Not that it's always the right timing because Colin Colin Kaepernick was early. Right now, if he would have done that in 2020, no problem. But in 20, what was that? I don't know, six years before, five years before. Yeah, it was too early. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying? And oh my gosh, has it been like five or six years since that? Anything happen? I don't know. I'm I'm not really that good with history, so don't quote me on that, and don't get upset about no, that wasn't then, that was there. So I'm just saying it was before he was early. So you, your purpose might be the same. And and there are in the embracing wealth masterclass. The, one of the things that warms my heart so much is that I tell you these four types of purpose, and I call them your your prosperity birthright. So I explain to you each prosperity birthright and then it will blow your mind and it will give you so much peace when you're like, oh, well, no wonder I'm like that. Or, oh, that's the thing that I should be going towards. And I've been all this time ignoring that. And that should be the thing that I cultivate about myself or strengthen. We'll talk about it later in the Embracing Wealth Masters class, but it's one of my favorite things to talk about know yourself and know your cause are my two favorite parts of the Embracing Wealth Masterclass. And they happen in the middle. So I get really fired up and excited. And then after that, we go to know your flaws. And when I say flaws, I mean like the flaws in your system, in your programming, not you. You're great. You are fine. It's your programming that has flaws. And so you got to get clear on those. And that's just kind of like, you know, the patterns that you repeat, the messages that you probably at this point, you were hearing them at first and now you're probably saying them. And so that brings us to the last one, which is know your pause, which is kind of those blocks, you know, the the stories you're telling yourself when you say, oh, I don't want to own a business. It's too stressful. Or no, I'm never going to get married again, you know, or I can't have fun until I do this work right? All those stories that you tell yourself, got to work hard for the money. Mine was, it's better to give than to receive. Oh my goodness. I was such a giver and I still am, but I'm also an excellent receiver. Mm -hmm. That is 
a lot of information. I told you it would be, but you know how I do. I just kind of like drop it on you. And and then I'm going to try and recap. First, you don't have to choose between making a difference and making money. You can do both at the same time. And that's my mission right now is to just, I've learned to do it. I'm going to do it on a higher level every single year, even higher, even higher. And I'm going to share it with you and, and others. And then I also want you to understand that you don't have to choose between your health, your wealth, your adventure, your love and legacy. You're going to be able to do all of those, but you need to find the formula. So if you're doing more in your wealth right now, then that means you might be doing a little less in your adventure, but that's okay. Cause sometimes like maybe you're going to go on vacation for a whole month. Yeah. Imagine that. And you're going to spend a whole month in adventure. Now this, I'm telling you my dream, that's something my parent, my grandparents used to do. They would take, my grandfather was a teacher. He had two full-time jobs. He was a teacher full-time and he was also a supervisor at the post office. And so they wouldn't take off any days. They would just collect all of their days off and they would take all of them at once. And so they would take a month off in the summer to hang out with us grandkids. And so that's like a dream of mine to be able to do that. I'm not there yet. I take two weeks off usually. I know it's sad, <laughs> but a month is my goal. So you can join me. We can we can post about it on social media and just even in the Prosperity Club, if you're a member, we can post about it there because it's going to happen. It's going to happen really soon too. And when I say really soon, I mean like in the next 12 months, it just can't happen right now because we have so much good stuff growing and brewing it. And I'm just watching it like popcorn pop. It's like boop, boop, boop. It's so cool. And so I know my boyfriend right now is listening, saying like, what is it doing? That's what we do sometimes. We're like, when when one of us does something silly, we make them repeat that silly thing. We're like, what did it do? That's how all the stuff is popping over here at Presidential Lifestyle. I know I'm silly. I didn't have a silly moment in a while. I had to give that to you. Yes, laugh it up. This is our adventure when we're at work. This is how we get our adventure in. So continuing our recap, you're going to find that you formula, the formula that's right for you. And I told you before, I'm going to do another episode on the you formula and, and, and drill down into the formula and, and the step by step for it. And, and that's one of our courses inside the sneak peek, but also inside of our money and meaning resource library. We have a whole year's worth of videos in our library and, and we're constantly adding to it. So yeah. It's, it told you it's percolating over here. It's popping over here. So yeah. And, and it's feeling so good. So now I want to recap our know your mission. So in order to know your mission and really achieve and create your money mission, you need to know your vision, know yourself, know your cause, know your flaws, know your paws. Yes. And that's P A U S E, not. P-A-W-S, like not like not like your pet, Pauls. <laughs> Just being silly. That's our recap. And my question to you is, what would it take? Remember that from last episode? Yeah. What would it take? What would it take for you to embrace wealth in all of its forms? I'm not going to answer that question for you. You got to answer that question for yourself. Yeah, no, it's heavy. It's a heavy question, but it's about time you answer it. What would it take 
What will you what would it take for you to stop chasing money all the time? What would it take for you to stop saying, well, all I, money is not important to me. I just want to make a difference. What would it take for you to pay more attention to yourself than you do to all the outside things that are wearing you out? I'm so sorry that we had to have this conversation today, but I am so glad we did. I feel you right now. I can feel you. I can feel you having aha moments. I can feel you like, oh my gosh, thank you. You are so welcome. I can feel you saying, thank you for the reminder. I can hear you saying, thank you for waking me up. Yeah. Thank you for stopping me. So I do want to stop you, stop you from burning out giving more of yourself than, than really is even there, right? There's only a hundred percent. Nobody has 110%. Stop trying to give something you don't have. You don't have 110%. You have a hundred and that's even limited, right? That goes quick. And do you even, even have access to a hundred percent of your potential? Huh? Yeah. So what would it take? What would it take? for you to embrace wealth in all of its forms. Answer that question. Listen to this episode again, even the annoying parts. Yes. (laughs) Listen to it again, because there's a nugget in there for you. Probably more than one. And you're just going to take one step, not a bunch of them. That step might be to join the Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Take the money mentality quiz. Maybe to, to share this episode with a friend and then have a conversation about it. And maybe to just cuddle up with your loved one that you've been missing and that they've been missing you. Whatever step you take is the right step. Don't let anybody judge you and don't you judge yourself. All right, that's all I have to say for now. You know, I'll be back next week with a lot more to say. <laughs> All right. I'm so happy to hang out with you. I will see you next week. Have a prosperous day, my prosperos. This episode is brought to you by Presidential Lifestyles Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Are you juggling making a difference and making money? I've seen so many mission-driven healthcare professionals burn out because they can't seem to find the formula between making a difference and making money. I've found that formula and I'd like to share it with you. And as a mission-driven healthcare professional myself, I've felt that burnout and guilt. And that's why I created Embracing Wealth Masterclass. It's the guide to true wealth without burnout or guilt. I know, imagine falling in love with your life's work. How would that feel? In this masterclass, I'll share with you my three-step formula for breaking through the blocks that keep you from getting to your next level financially. When you join the masterclass, you'll also get a sample financial hypnotherapy session, and I'll answer any questions you have. At the end, I usually do a live coaching session with one lucky attendee. Could be you. All of this is free. So go ahead, register now for our free Embracing Wealth Masterclass. Click the link in the show notes or go to presidentiallifestyle.com 
slash masterclass. And I'll see you sooner. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money and I'll get you an answer. Remember the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle, and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week, but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry, you don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.